world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, we have passed the salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the Salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Hey, I will try to be a good boy today, try to stay on track. Myra, get ready to pray because we're going to, I want to get our prayer. I left it to the end yesterday. Didn't mean to do that. I want to get you in here at the beginning because we have some, we have some things that we need to pray for. Okay. First of all, Lori, our dear friend Lori is having a hearing today regarding the jab. I don't want to get into the particulars of it. She's having a hearing because she didn't get the jab. She has to get the jab and they, Hearing is today, so write down Lori's name, Lori Shockley. Let's continue to pray for, for Lori and the situation she's about to go through. Number two, we need to pray. I got an email from, uh, well, it doesn't matter who. Uh, we need to pray for everybody that's involved with this Gettysburg project. That would be Craig, all their families, all right? There's a, the, uh, listen, there's a real attack coming. I, just, I know that there is. Craig, Bobby Lee, uh, uh, Coach Mel, I'm not. I'm you know I always forget it. I start rattling them off. Uh, uh, I can see his face. That that Matt, we need to pray for everybody that's in any way, shape, or form involved with putting together this event in uh, in uh, uh, Gettysburg. Friends, look, we're fire starters. Okay. Now I'm I I'm a I'm no longer impressed by crowds. Crowds don't, crowds don't, crowds don't. When I was a football coach, uh, I'd be out walking amongst it. You know, you go out for the football before the game starts. You go out and do your pregame warm-up, right? And all the team runs out on the field. And sometimes you'd go out there and you'd, you'd look. I remember we played Dublin. Uh, this made Brett mad. This made, we played Dublin High School and they won high school back in 19. And uh, 89, I think it was. They were one high school, big high school. When they ran out on the field, they had so many guys, we almost had to, we had to, almost had to tear the fence down so they had room to all line up. And there we were down there with, we had about 40 guys and they had 120 guys. And to be honest with you, we were probably on the verge of being beat as soon as the other team ran out on the field because there's strength in numbers. Numbers do matter. Numbers look good. But the truth of the matter is when the London Red Raiders kicked off the ball, to the Dublin Shamrocks. There were 11 guys on the field for London, and there were 11 guys on the field for Dublin. That's, that's the reality of it, friends. So numbers are good, but numbers don't really mean anything. Numbers, for the most part, do nothing more than signify popularity. I think about Pastor Rod Parsley at World Harvest Church. I thank God for Pastor Rod. That's where salvation uh, became real to me. I thank God for him. But there are thousands and thousands, maybe even millions of people who don't who know Rod Parsley, say they know Rod Parsley, and they have no idea who Rod Parsley is. They never they've never they've never met Rod Parsley, not really. And so you can draw a big crowd 
and think that you're having impact. I would have rather have impact with a small crowd. Somebody give me a thumbs up. You understand what I'm talking about here? I'd rather mm-hmm. have impact with a small crowd. So I don't care how many show up. I don't care how many people show up at, uh, at Gettysburg. I would pray that people would join with us and do. The Lord doesn't count. He he doesn't count. He numbers. You missed that. The Lord doesn't count. He numbers. Amen, Coach. And numbers are more important than counting. Okay? So we're not trying to draw a crowd, although we'd love to have a crowd because why we can beat on our chest and we feel like we really, really accomplished stuff. I went to Hillary's house by myself. The next time I went to Hillary's house, I took about 35 people. The next time I went, the numbers grew. But it wasn't about any of that. It was about Randy going over and laying his hands on there and opening that threshold. You only need one player to make a big play. That's all That's all you need. And as we know, that the Bible teaches us that some of us have been called into the kingdom for such a time as this. Is this your time? Is this my time? Have I been called into the kingdom for specifically where I am right now, doing what I do now? I think so. I think my whole life, I think my whole life has been over for over the last whatever few years I've been doing this. I believe it. And I think some of you in that same position, some of you are on, <clears throat> you're, you're in line on, to get on the roller coaster. You're at, the, you're, at the, you're at the amusement park and you're standing in line for your turn to get on the roller coaster. And it's going to come. Your turn to get on that roller coaster is about to come. And I hope that when you get on the roller coaster that you're prepared to do what it is that the Lord would have you do when you're on that roller coaster because it's coming. And it may not be big. It may be really, really small. It may be so insignificant that nobody's ever going to know it, know it happened. Hey, Randy, I'm, I'm sure you're out there. You always are. Randy, I'll never forget the impact you had when you went over and you laid the hands on Hillary Clinton's uh, threshold. Nobody knows it, Randy, but you, me, the people maybe that have heard the story, nobody knows what, Nobody knows the impact of that simple act of obedience. And simple acts of obedience that open the gate to bigger things. So uh, I'm not making an excuse. I'm not complaining. I'm not doing any of that stuff. If you want to go with us to Gettysburg, we'd love to have you to go. I'm going to tell you this. The devil doesn't want us going to Gettysburg. I promise you that. He doesn't want us going there. He doesn't want us to rededicate that property. He doesn't want us to fall on our face in repentance for the Almighty God for what we've done. The devil doesn't want us to do that. I couldn't care less how big the crowd is. I don't care if Steve Quayle comes. I don't care if Doug Hagman comes. I don't care if Dave Hodges comes. I don't care if Donald Trump comes. I'm going to be obedient to what it is he called us to do, and I'd ask you guys to do the same thing. So I know this. So Craig's doing a lot of legwork, a lot going on behind the scenes, and uh, temperature is getting turned up because different levels, different devils. The more you get into the heat of the battle, the closer you get to the heat of the battle, the more the shrapnel is flying. It's just the reality of it, all right? Oh, I'm going someplace today. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to, I'm going to. Debbie Perkins is in town. Anybody local here said, hey, I'd like to see Debbie. She's in town for the next couple of days. She's going to hang out with Michelle and I. I'm going to take her out on the boat later on. In. Now, not everybody. You don't have room for everybody. If some of you would like to come spend some time uh, hanging out with Debbie, her dog, let me know. God bless Debbie. You guys ought to see the pond. Oh, my goodness. Is it coming? Now if I can just get some water in it. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dom. Go ahead, Myra. Coach, I'll be delighted to do so. So it is written. The reading today is going to be from Romans 
one thirteen through sixteen. That is. Hang on, Romans, get it up there. Romans one thirteen through sixteen. <clears throat> Go ahead. Yes, Coach. Now I will not have you ignorant. Brethren. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Does that mean you can be ignorant? Does that mean you can be ignorant? Does that mean you can stay ignorant? That's a choice, by the way. That's a choice. Ignorant. The root word of ignorant is ignore. 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 And ignore the truth. And so Paul said, uh, I don't want you to keep ignoring the truth. Stop ignoring the truth, brothers. Go ahead. That oftentimes I purpose to come unto you. But was let hereto that I might have some fruit among you also, even as among other Gentiles. I am a debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians. Both I gotta to stop. The I gotta stop Myra, I gotta stop. That oftentimes I propose to come to you that I might, whoop, you left me there, that I might have some fruit among you also. Paul's saying here, I want to, don't want you to be ignorant, brothers. Sometimes I come to you because I want you to show me what you've done. I want to see some of the fruit of your life. That's what he says, that I might have some fruit among you also even as among other Gentiles. He says, show me, where's the beef? Show me the beef. Go ahead. Yes, yes, coach. Wise and to the own wise. I'm debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise, because I've learned a lot of stuff from the unwise folks. I don't know about you. I've learned a lot. Go ahead, Myra. <laughs> yes, coach. So as much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. Okay, so hang on. I'm going to ask you a question. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God. Does it have power if you're ashamed of it? That's the unwritten question, isn't it? For I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Christ. That's why there's so much power in everything this guy does. He's not ashamed of the gospel. Why? Because it is the power of God. Not just to salvation, but to everything. Not being ashamed of the gospel unleashes the power. The gospel that you are ashamed of is powerless. Oh, I could preach on that. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, Coach. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to Coach Dave Haddle. And we open our hearts to you. I release the anointing that breaks the power of evil. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, I need to hear from a couple of you who say, I will pray for Lori. I need to hear 
Five people say, I'll pray for Lori. I will be praying for Lori. I will be praying for Lori. I'll pray for Lori. I'll pray for Lori. I'll pray for Lori. Good, thank you. I know I know more of you will. I know more of you will. And I want you to say, uh, some of you commit right now that you're going to pray for that team, that Craig, Craig and Bobby, Bobby Lee and uh, uh, well, my brain is my brain's fried this morning. Those guys that are working on that out there, pray for them and their fam- families and all of it. Some so pray for that, okay? I want to I want to take you somewhere today again. Uh, let me see. Does anybody have their hand up? About bear bear with me here a second. Spirit's been all over me all morning. Dave Allison, come on in, Dave. I want to hear from you. Come on in. Hey, good morning, Coach. Good morning, team. Hey, I just want to let everyone know that the Michigan event is now posted on the events uh, calendar. So get it up, get us up, get it up there for us, uh, if, if you will. There it is. There it is. Glory. Uh, uh, right down at the bottom. That's down at the bottom. There it is. No, there, the Michigan Salt and Light Brigade. Right. There you go. So you All Michiganders right, out there that are listening, I want to encourage you. This is a great opportunity for you to come and uh, gather. Coach is going to be there. It's going to be a great time of fellowship. So I want to encourage everyone out there that's listening from Michigan, uh, please join us. Uh, it'll it'll be an awesome time. And uh, we're, we're looking forward to it. And uh, well, I got one more comment, uh, Coach. You, there was a comment about overthrowing the government. What's happening is the politicians are trying to overthrow the government. We're the government. Dave, and, and, amen. <laughs> and, and, and thanks, Dave. I'll see you in Gettysburg, right? Yeah, you yeah. yeah, I'll be there. God bless, God bless you, God buddy. Bless. Thanks, thanks, thanks for doing all that. Hey, folks, uh, see, we've lost sight of that, right? We're the government. Uh, hang on a second. Spencer, pull up uh, the Declaration of Independence. Because I want you guys to see this so you get this in your hearts, okay? Because your pastor's not going to tell you the truth. Your history teacher's not going to tell you the truth. The governor's not going to tell you the truth. Your house of representative elected affair, he ain't going to tell you the truth. Your county commissioners aren't going to tell you the truth. Your deputy sheriff isn't going to tell you the truth. Spencer, are you looking for the First Amendment for me or are you asleep on me? Yeah, I'm looking. Oh, Declaration, I'm sorry, Declaration of Independence. <clears throat> He's having a okay. Uh hang on. It's worth it's worth seeing. Hang on. Well, I never Spencer must be must have overslept. I've never known you to be so slow pulling <laughs> pulling the trigger here. I'm finding pictures of it, yeah. not the actual thing. Okay, okay, there you go right there. Keep going, keep going. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men are created. Blah, 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 blah. But uh but when a long train of abuses and usurpations. Do you see that down at the bottom? About midway, Spence. But but when a long train of abuses and usurpations, pursuing invariably the same object, eventually a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is the right, it is the duty to throw off such government and provide new guards for their future security. Steve Deck, do you see that? Huh? Do you see that? You see that, Gene Schroeder? Do you see that? It is not only our right, it is our duty to throw off despotic, tyrannical government. It is our right and it is our duty, no matter how much those in Washington, D.C., well, of course they're going to gripe and moan. 
They don't want to give up their power. They don't want to be held accountable for it. Of course they're going to call us lawbreakers. Of course they're going to call us insurrectionists. Of course they're going to do that. And of course they're going to do everything they can to silence anyone who's living out what this document says. It is our right and it is our duty to do what? To throw off such government and to provide new guards for the future security. That's where, that's, that's where we are. That's where we are. And I hate to tell you this, slowly maybe, but surely you understand this. The government of the United States has become our enemy. President Joe Biden declared war on us, folks. We didn't declare it on him. Oh, I got so much stuff I want to I want to try to lay out there for you today. Stay with me, okay? I think it's, you're going to be glad we did. Uh, go to the gold and silver right there. Go to number one, Spence. Because, friends, I want you to see this. I got a, I got a real quick little email today. You know, I'm... We are, we are sitting in an unbelievably, unbelievable time. So this is the U.S. debt clock. And Spence, if you will, go ahead and put that in the chat so people can look at this later. But I want to show you something that was pointed out to me today. Because when I look at this, I look at the U.S. national debt up there at the top, $30 trillion. That's how much we're in debt. Hey, folks, it's more than that. Unfunded mandates, all it goes, it's beyond what we can ever, ever, ever explain how much money we are in debt, Okay. We're a debt-based economy. But I want to show you something that was pointed out to me that I had never, ever seen. Spencer, along the right edge of the of the of what's up on the screen, it says dollar to oil ratio. Clear over on the right hand. Go down one column, Spence. There it is. There it is. I, I don't know if you can make this bigger or not, folks. Listen, I'm going to say this, and I'm not going to say Like my, my dad would say, my dad would say, boy, I'm going to tell you. And I ain't telling you no more. That's what my dad would say. Dollar to oil ratio now. Now look, can you, Spencer, can you make it any bigger? The next one, Spencer, put no. that marker on dollar to silver ratio. Next one down. Look at this, folks. I don't know, Spence, can you make it bigger? Right now, all things being considered, friends, all things being considered, if inflation and everything was equal across the board, Dollar to silver ratio should be $1,227 per ounce. That's what it should be. Do you see that, folks? That's what it should be. In 1913, it was $2.65 per ounce. But with inflation, they've inflated it so much. Silver right now should be, if everything just maintained its value, $1,227 $1,227 per ounce. What is it today? Uh, $27? No, not even that. $2,000. What is a Mike McKee? What's not, silver made? Hold on just a minute. It's under 18 It's under $18. It's under 18 Hey, hey, look. These no, earphones cost $18. 1987 right now, Coach, is, is that a bid? 19 almost $20. It should be 1000 You better hear me. It's soon going to be worth $1,227 per ounce. Now, wait. Gold to dollar to gold ratio. See that one, Spence? Right below it. 
an ounce of gold should be $9,088. That's if everything had just maintained its inflation, no inflation, everything maintained its value, the gold should be $9,088 per ounce. Now, you do with that what you want to do, friends. You do with that what you want. This is this pretty unbiased stuff you're looking at here right now. Coach, Notice uh, this. Go ahead, 19, Mike. 1913 keeps popping up. You know what 1913 is, don't you? Yeah, sir. What is it, Mike, for those who don't know? Uh, the Jekyll Island. That's when they, when they started go- the Federal Reserve, folks. It's when they started the Federal Reserve. That's when everything changed and we became a debt-based society. So I'm going to talk to us all today about some lies, some other lies, okay? Can I get so, so our money is absolutely it's a lie. It's all a lie. Now, go to the lie of 911. I can't I didn't talk much about it yesterday. But I want I want to talk about it today. I don't know how many of you've ever seen this. It's a it's a uh, website called it's been out there it's been out there forever. It's called uh, um, Architecture Engineers for truth, about 911. All the information you'd ever want to see about 911. If you still believe that planes brought down those towers, I, 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 don't, I don't know what to tell you. And we know that when the planes brought down the towers, immediately what followed was the Patriot Act. And what followed from the Patriot Act, Patriot Act was the right of the government to peak on you to go to those FISA courts and secretly get a judge say we're going to look at Steve Deck's finances here and they're not going to tell Steve Deck they're just going to do it and out of that became oh uh, oh my 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 oh yeah oh yeah hey, by the way when was the last uh, Muslim terrorist attack anybody know when was huh anybody where's Bin Laden anybody heard from Al Qaeda any uh, They'll be coming around here soon. They'll be flying back into the picture here soon because they're running out of trouble. But I want to show you two, two things here that I know most of you have never seen. I didn't cover this on 911, so bear with me while I cover, cover today. Hey, Spencer, go down, to, go down to the bottom, and I want people to see, as Bobby Lee told us on a video that's posted at CoachDaveLive.com. Spencer, you're making me dizzy. Stop. Go to those two YouTube videos. Stop. Now, folks, Bobby Lee said he went to the 911 Museum in Washington, D.C., and they never mentioned Tower Number 7. Never mentioned it. Nothing in there at all on the 911 Memorial. Not one iota of comment about Building 7, Boom. which was never struck by a plane. Spencer, that's on the left there. Play this video, folks. This was... Many of you have seen it. Just let me remind you here, okay? Just let me remind you. This building fell, free fall, was never struck by a plane, and they took it down. Here here it is. This happened, by the way. They were watching it on live TV. Now, Spencer, if you click on that video, then you can go to YouTube, and you can make it bigger. My friends... Building seven. Never mentioned it. Looking like a preschool. 
Nobody's been expecting this to happen. No plane did it. No planes. Go back there, Spencer. They, they want to tell us the fire brought it down. The fire made it collapse on itself, right? Hey, folks, that's 21 years ago. We're smarter than that today, weren't we? Huh? Look at that. Look at that. Okay, now, Spence, let's go back. See, this is why <clears throat> this is why people want me in jail. Coach, can we put that in the chat? Yeah, put that in the chat. Good. I'm going to put another one in the chat for you too, Dale. Go Thank to this you. other one. Okay, make that larger again. Now, folks, this is about four minutes. This is done by architects and engineers for 911 Truth. This wasn't put together by Vinny or by me or by some right wing. These are people, art, architects and engineers for 911 Truth. They've been around over 20 years, and they're trying to tell the world this couldn't have happened. This could not have happened. This couldn't have happened. Just like election fraud couldn't have happened. Couldn't have happened, right? Just like Waco. Oh, huh? Couldn't have happened. Our government wouldn't do that. Okay, so here it is. Five minutes and 31 seconds of watching these towers. Folks, they didn't fall. They were pulverized. They turned to dust. Architects and engineers for truth have been trying for 20 years to get the government to investigate what really happened. Hey, this is all connected, friends. Conspiracy theories. Cons- they, they call us conspiracy theories, right? Okay, go ahead and watch this. Five minutes, 31 seconds. Go ahead. The starting point in science is observation. What you are seeing here is what happened to the North Tower of the World Trade Center, the second of three buildings to collapse on 9-11-2001. By the way, stop a minute. To go back to the other video, the other video, Building 7, pancaked on itself, didn't it? It just pancaked on itself. Not this one. This one disintegrated. Go ahead. Controlled demolition. What do you really see happening here? There's a tremendous amount of falling debris, but under the canopy of debris, do you see the rapid sequence of explosive ejections of material? Some of the jets have been clocked at over 100 miles per hour. I will call them explosions because it's hard to find other words that describe what we are seeing here. The explosions are not isolated and few. They are continuous and widespread. They move progressively down the faces of the building keeping pace with the falling debris. Perhaps you can imagine a natural cause, but I can't. Notice that the explosions are occurring on multiple floors at once, over a wide zone, not in a floor-by-floor sequence that might be explained by pancaking collapse. Notice there are explosions far below the point of collapse. Some are isolated and focused. These are often referred to as squibs and are commonly seen in controlled demolitions. However, this is not a standard controlled demolition. The building is being progressively destroyed from the top down by waves of explosions, creating a huge debris field. The destruction is in waves, not just in one wave. Most obvious is a rapid sequence of explosions near the visible corner of the building. 
but simultaneously we can see another wave of explosions much further down the face of the building under the canopy of falling debris. Notice that both waves of explosions progress down the face of the building nearly keeping pace with the falling debris just a few feet away. Slabs of concrete did not fall to the ground and smash to dust. There is almost no concrete in the rubble pile. Notice that the concrete is being forcefully ejected outward from the sides of the building already pulverized to dust. Notice that embedded in the dust clouds are huge girders and entire sections of steel framing that are being hurled out of the building. The horizontal speed of some of the girders has been clocked at over 70 miles per hour. Some of these girders impale themselves in the sides of neighboring buildings. Some landed as much as two football fields away from the base of the tower. What could hurl heavy girders with such force and give them such speed? Some people have suggested that the weight of the tower crushing down on the girders caused them to flex, and they sprung sideways by a spring action. But we are not seeing isolated jumping girders. We are seeing a major fraction of the mass of the building, steel, concrete, office furniture, and the remains of human beings, reduced to small pieces of rubble and fine dust, and being explosively ejected in all directions. Bone fragments are found on the roofs of adjacent buildings. The bones were not crushed in the falling mass, or they would have been trapped in the debris pile. They were pulverized along with everything else and blown out in all directions. The NIST investigators have claimed that the top section of the building above the plane impact point came down like a pile driver, crushing the undamaged lower section of the building all the way to the ground. The top section of the building is, however, noticeably absent. There is nothing above the ring of explosions except for a fountain of debris. Can you see a pile driver? It does not appear that the building is being crushed by anything. The waves of destruction and explosive ejections of material are occurring over a wide zone that continues all the way to the top of what remains of the building. The scientists at NIST did not model the collapse of the towers. Their analysis was gravely flawed in many ways, but the biggest flaw was that the scope of their investigation was artificially limited. They took their analysis only to the point of initiation of collapse, as though all that followed was inevitable and needed no explanation. The scope of their investigation was artificially limited to what might have happened or could have happened to begin the collapse. What they explicitly did not take into account is what actually happened. By limiting their investigation to the natural precursors of collapse, the plane damage and the fire, they ruled out from the start any possibility of discovering evidence of planned demolition. In other words, anything that occurred during the collapse itself, such as the evidence you are seeing here, was explicitly scripted out of the investigation. Any analytical model of the collapse, no matter how simple or how sophisticated, is a bad model and bad science if it does not come back full circle to explain the actual observations. What do you see? Folks, this isn't some right-wing uh, group here. Steve Deck, you build these buildings, right, Steve? You built these buildings. Steve, yes. did that, these things don't just pulverize, right, Steve? Something uh, going on with you, huh? In other clips, I, I witnessed that, like, five floors be, uh, below the pancake, you can see molten lava coming out of the corners of the building, which is the thermite that they use to take the building down. Molten lava. In other words, the thermite was so hot it melted the steel, right, Steve? Yep. 
yep, liquefied okay. it. And they want us to believe that uh, an airplane did that, right? An aluminum hand, yeah. So, 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 folks, what do they do, right? They call those of us who do this conspiracy theorists. Stay with me here a second. I'll get to you, folks. Hang on a minute. Isn't that the same thing they said about the jab? Those of you who take the jab, well, you're conspiracy theorists. That's not what happened. No, that's not what happened. The, the jabs were designed to make you healthy, and it's you conspiracy theorists. See, it's the same thing, folks. It's the same thing. So we are in the mess that we are in right now because I've been saying as a theme for the last, I don't know how many months, it's all about the truth. Just tell us the truth. Why can't we have the truth? And why isn't there not a demand for the truth? Why is our government actively, look, if I was voted president of the United States and there was some question as to whether or not I actually won, I would want the truth to be told. I would, I would want them to have an election or count the votes so I would know that, yeah, I see, I won, see, instant replay, right? No instant replay. Why? Because those, the same nefarious forces, Hang on. The sit tinfoil hat. The same nefarious forces that told you to take the jab, to told you that it just came from a virus, those are the same forces that told you that Waco just happened to burn up from it. Somebody inside the Branch Davidians set a fire and killed everybody. And somehow Oklahoma City just kind of, we don't know what the heck happened there. And Timothy McVeigh set off a bomb. He did it, right? And that Waco, Waco, oh my goodness, those poor people at the Branch Davidians, if they hadn't been so crazy, they'd still be, and they, they write it all off as conspiracy theories. But we know from Psalm 2 that the world's full of conspiracies. A theory is an idea. A conspiracy is two people working together on an idea. Is there anybody out there right now who thinks that the whole vaccine, COVID, yada, 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 wasn't some form of conspiracy? Do you think that's still a theory? Just, huh? The evidence comes out every day. But why can't the evidence come out every day? Because the kings of this earth are conspiring against the Lord. By the way, the Lord is the truth. So the kings of this earth are trying to get out their version of the truth and cramming it down your throat and saying they're going to lock you up if you continue to speak any truth other than the government-approved truth. Are you with me, folks? You do know that today in America, there's absolutely zero proof of evolution, that a man came from a monkey. All oh, there's theories and there's evidence, but there's zero proof. Do you know that there is absolute 100% proof that a woman is carrying a human being when she is pregnant? 100% proof, and they call that a lie, and 100% lie, they call that a truth. Boom. It's the, it's the matrix that we're living in. We're living in a freaking matrix. Everything we got there. people who would rather have a paper $5 bill than a silver dollar. The hell's wrong with you guys? Other than we've been programmed. Deep, deep, psychologically programmed. 
I said to my wife today, I was, I was kind of wandering around downstairs waiting for the show to start because I was about ready to explode. This life has to be more than just my dad gets born, gets a job at Kaiser Aluminum, lives 80 years, dies, and I come along and dad worrying about paying bills and worrying about his kids. And then I come along and I get married and then I start paying my bills and then I'm worrying about my kids. And then, then I die. There has to be something far greater than this going on than to see the repeat just over and over and over and over and over of generations of people having hard lives, praying nothing bad happens to them. There has to be something bigger going on. But those of us in the Christian community, we will not actively engage and push back against these lying forces of darkness. We continue, stay with me a second. We continue to send our pastors, encourage us to send our kids into Luciferian schools where they teach the children that they came from monkeys which isn't true, that you can pick your gender, which isn't true, that there's all kinds of genders, which isn't true, that an unborn baby isn't a human being, which isn't true, and we sit back and we encourage and cheer for the freaking football teams. You don't have to say amen. I'm yelling at me. Boom. Yelling at me. And if we don't understand, if we don't come to the realization that the entire fight we're fighting is, in fact, over the truth. 911. Can anybody in their right mind look at 911 and believe that the planes did that? You're dumber than a box of rocks. If you, if you believe that. Have you guys ever gone out? Do you, do you know that a airplane is hollow. Ah! Do you know an airplane is hollow? Did you guys ever shoot a hollow point bullet? Why is a hollow point bullet so deadly? Can anybody explain to me why a hollow point bullet is so deadly? Chad, where are you? Somebody explain Yeah, because the bullet expands, that's why. It expands when it goes in because the force of going into the body makes that bullet splinter. Goes in like it, a pinhole, like a gal. What's yeah, that? Yeah, but coach, but coach, they out like a, you know. But you fly an airplane, a hollow airplane into a building, and it's so hard, it knocks the plant building down. How that's, stupid are we? That's the difference, Coach. A hollow bullet's made out of metal and flesh it hits and it splits open. The bullet, the harder substance split. So you're trying to tell me a hollow tube of aluminum is going <laughs> to bring down reinforced steel in a demolition style. Nope. Can happen. And not only that, Dale, can I tell you the truth? Uh, probably upwards of 50% of the people don't believe 911, but they believe vaccines. Bill. Are you with? Huh? Right? Right? And because why? Because we're not actively teaching people that this battle we're fighting, this spiritual war we're in, is over the truth. It's over the truth. And everywhere we look, there are lies. Did they steal the election? 
Hold your ears. Hell yes! Did the, did the planes bring down the towers? Hell no! Boom. Did the vaccines save people? Hell no! But yet, here we sit. Getting ready for them to do it to us again. Sending the FBI after anybody right. might show up in Washington, D.C. and question the official narrative. See, we're at war. We're really, really, really at war. We're really at war. No, we're in war. We're not at war. Because our, our, our side, and we, man, I've gone for 40 minutes. Keep going. Go ahead, Luann. Go on, Luann. I'm here. I was in Waco when that took place, you know. I was at the British branch of it again. So I saw and I know what happened. Okay? Sure, we all know what happened. But, Luann, if you tell people what happened, they're going to lock you up. I tell them all the time. I don't care if they lock me up. It's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. God's on the truth. They killed those kids. They killed them. They killed those kids. They killed 3,000 people in those towers. They yes. killed more people on 911 than they did on January 6th, baby. They killed them. They murdered them. Go ahead, Silver. Coach, I was there when these buildings were being constructed. My father worked on them. I was in the Navy. I was in New England at nuclear, learn how to be a nuke and, and learn how to be a subsailor in New London. And I go down there on weekends to, to meet with my dad and whatnot. He showed me Penn Central, and they were doing all kinds of work there. And the World Trade Center, he went, he showed me, he took me on a tour of that because he worked on that as well. There ain't no way that what happened, and I saw it, happened as it happened. Did, Joe, do you have happened. any idea? Do you have any idea how big those steel girders were? Steve Deck, how big were those steel girders that they want us to believe that jet fuel brought down 60 stories below where it hit? How big were those things, Steve? We I think there was one at the hospital was was huge. They had a uh, you know a, a, a scrap piece of cake well not a scrap but a piece a remnant piece of it and it I think some of them columns were, were, I think, two foot square, you know, they're, they're massive or even larger. The main girders were bigger, but as, uh, but I believe my, my, those, those, there were a lot of vertical tubes of steel going up that building. Yeah. So a fiberglass airplane with some jet fuel in it brought that, brought that whole thing down, huh? Not at all. Okay. You're smarter than that. Jack. Yeah. The, the history that you're bringing out is important, Coach. The conspiracy theory terminology came from when the actual coup started in 62 with the Joint Chiefs of Staff. How about the Kennedy, Kennedy assassination, after, huh? The Kennedy assassination. Yeah, it started, the, 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 the terminology started there. Then you fast forward to um, um, Randy Weaver and Waco. And Oklahoma City, don't forget, Oklahoma City, the Patriot Act has Biden and Clinton figure, number, f- fingers all over it. But it wasn't big enough. And all the doors at the 
at the Murrah building were blown off the wrong direction for an outside info bomb. So we got to go through all this. Also, Bobby Lee must have the video of Anderson, the British reporter, standing in front of the window talking about Building 7 just collapsing with it intact behind her 20 minutes before it came down. We have those Joe, videos. Listen, Jack, too many conspiracies there. I just try, just believe, hey, would you please just believe George Bush and Dick Cheney? Would you guys stop it? Would you stop it? By the way, there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. They just never found them. Yeah. They just never found them. And that, that daggone bomber at the uh, Boston Marathon, <laughs> well, he snuck right, in, snuck right in there. I know where they went. Michelle. Michelle. Hey, good morning, team. Um, yeah, we were discussing this uh, in the after show yesterday. And one thing that I, I really find comical is that you see the destruction of those buildings, yet they were able to find a passport of one of the supposed terrorists who were on the airplane. Remember that? Just floating yeah, around. Yeah, right on the ground there, right down um, there on the ground. Yep, yep. Yeah. They lie to us all the time. They are lying to you right now about what we're living on. They're telling us right now that they've got a helicopter uh, in, on Mars flying around. The last time I checked, the way helicopters work, you have to have an atmosphere. You can't fly okay, a helicopter on. in the vacuum. Hang, hang on, Nobody on, thinks at all about what they tell us. Okay, hey, Spence, bring up Van Allen Belt. Van Allen Belt. Yeah. V-A-N-A-L-L-E-N. Belt. Van Allen Belt. The Van Allen Radiation Belt is a zone of energized charged particles, most of which originate from the solar wind that are captured by and held around a planet by that planet's magnetosphere. Earth has two such belts, and sometimes others may be temporarily created. The belts are named after James Van Allen, who found them. By the way, it's impossible for human beings to get through the Van Allen belt on your way to the moon. It is impossible. We've never figured out how to get through the Van Allen belt, yet we went to the moon. Oh my goodness, folks! I guess I guess I'm the king of conspiracy theories today, right? I'm the king of it, right? Joe Allen, come on in. Here's a caveat on a couple things. What built Building Seven, Giuliani's office? Is that where he his office was at? The second yes, thing. The second thing, in the time frame I was in the Navy, I flew on CH-46 helicopters. I was a crew chief. The fuel that is in these planes and helicopters and such is JP-5 fuel. When that JP-5 fuel ignites 124 degrees ignition, it vaporizes. That's right. So you get explosion fire, then it's gone. So what brought you in the building? Joe, you're a conspiracy theorist because that did not happen on 911. On 911, you can look right at it. It burned them, Joe. Not only did it burn them, it pulverized concrete. That's how hot that fuel was, Joe. You're yeah. wrong. 20, 20 years dealing with that JP5 and JP4 fuel 
and diesel fuel. 20, yeah. 20 years. Ain't no way. You're just a conspiracy theorist. Craig, come on in. They officially opened April 4th, 1973. Yeah, 49 years. You come to 2022. Just saying. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, by the way, our Brideon show yesterday, uh, I had Craig on and nobody Mel. Yeah, uh, Jared, I can get that to you so you can post it. Okay, listen. Craig's all over this number stuff, folks. He's all over this number stuff. In the patterns of sevens, he's all over it. And uh, Bo Polney, put that in the chat if you haven't, a video from Bo, Bo Polney who says the exact same thing. It's September 24, 25, 26. When we are going to Gettysburg, Bo Polney says, baby, <laughs> that is the end of a seven times seven year strand. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. I don't have time to explain it all to you. Go ahead, Craig. That's it. That's all I wanted. That's all. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. All right. How much time? Go ahead, Luann, quickly. Hands still up. No. Hello. I got you. All right. Yeah. Um, I know where they took those. Um weapons of mass destruction because they had a helicopter over top which was one of our Blackhawks and they took a video where they, they put them in trucks and they took them off and they followed where they took them they loaded them on some ocean liners and went out onto the ocean with it where they went from there nobody knows folks listen here's all you got to know they didn't do an investigation if you remember they just cleaned up the area do you remember that the next yep. day they were cleaning up the area they didn't wire stuff off. They didn't put out yellow tape and go in there and check for bone. They didn't do it. They just put it on trucks, and they took it to the dump. The greatest yep. crime scene in American history, they didn't even look at the evidence. wonder why that would be. Huh? Because those crazy Muslims. Those crazy Muslims did that to us. Kevin, go ahead. Uh, Coach, there's a, there's a much better pejorative that they'll throw at you than conspiracy theory. Coach, you're a truther. You're a truther. Well, so you know, I'd, I'd rather be a truther than a faker. That's why they hate us, because we got the truth. We speak the truth. Jesus told us you'd be hated of all men. All men are going to hate you when you speak the truth. That's what Jesus told us. Paul Goslin, come in. They hate you, Paul. Paul, they, they hate do. you. They <laughs> hate you because you're speaking the truth against the Luciferian, demonic, uh, pharmaceutical companies. They hate you, Paul. That's okay. My dog likes me. Anyway, um, yeah, so if anybody wants to try to understand what shock and awe is or trauma, uh, there's a great book. It's called uh, The Body Keeps the Score, it, and it takes a functional MRI, and it shows what part of the brain lights up when you're <laughs> under stress or trauma, and it has to do with all these hormones and everything else. But when you, you basically shut off your rational mind when you look at the buildings falling down or you see all the news about COVID and it instills fear and most people will freeze and just try to survive. Other people who've been through this over and over again will be able to acknowledge there's something going on. But there's not that many people. I mean, when you go to special forces, one of the things is, is you have to overcome that fear and react and act. So you have to be able to control that. It's a fascinating book. It 
it shows the how the brain, the hippocampus, and the amygdala all grow and function in well, people who well, suffer it's amazing, trauma. It's amazing, amazing you would say that, Paul, because a friend who actually watches the show uh, told me of a young man he knows who has PTSD from being a, a medic, a 911 medic. And over the last couple, a couple of years or a couple of months, whatever been, he has gone to, to uh, disasters, car wrecks, fires, where he has seen the most horrific things that any human being could ever see, and he cannot get them out of his head. Right, folks? So the things, the, hor- the horrendousness, I don't even know if that's a word, the horrendousness of stuff that is going on around us, driven by the Luciferians, we would not be able to process it. We cannot believe that people are that evil. Can you imagine pulling up upon a a car wreck where the car is inflamed and trying to pull a woman and her baby out of that car? How would you ever get over that? So we can't even imagine how horrendous some of this stuff is going on that we're not even really being exposed to. Jeff, come on in. Coach, you just got to share here real quick. If people want some truth, Entire the lies. We got some men coming in this weekend. Pastor Flip Benham, Pastor Rusty Thomas, and Coach Dave. We start Saturday night at 6 at New Beginnings Ministry. It'll be Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night. In it to win it is what they're calling it. They're coming in. All right, Jeff. Remind me, I'll talk about that some more tomorrow. Roger Gates. Yeah, I don't think anybody's mentioned this. I came in a little bit late, but... uh... The death of Anton Scalia. Something about that because uh, the chief justice had no no, uh, autopsy at all and just got rid of the body right away, you know. Yep, yep. Just believe him. Just believe the government. Family Family didn't want the autopsy. They didn't want an autopsy. They didn't want it released. We have to, we have to respect the wishes of the family. What a freaking country we live in. One more thing, then I'm going to, where is it? Pull it up there, Spencer, uh, the Epoch Times. They're trying to frame us, folks, the Epoch Times. I got a call. I wasn't going to talk about it. I'm going to right now. It's suspicious actors. This is, uh, uh, I don't know when this this was published, but it's about us. Suspicious actors conspired to raid Capitol on January 6th. This article it talks about the Salt and Light Brigade. The Oath, they are doing everything they can to frame me, us, frame us. They went back. They looked at, I don't know how long those shows they looked at, and they pulled out a clip here. They pulled out a statement there, and they're doing six years of Coach Dave Live's clips to try to prove that we were at the center of the insurrection. Why hasn't this guy been arrested? This is serious stuff, friends. This is serious stuff. They're doing this. Pastor Bill Dunphy. They got pictures of him connecting us to the Oath Keepers. Plan, our plans to storm the Capitol. You guys were with us. You guys were with us. You know what we did and what we didn't do. They have pictures of us. Oh, yeah, these are the guys. These are the guys that stood They've gone after the Oath Keepers. They're going after the Proud Boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we are. It's Coach Dave's show with Bobby Lee beside him. Wow. It's on Epoch Times. Put this in the chat so people can – because Coach Dobmeyer took 129 people 
to wash. I, I guess that's us there. I guess that's us there. They must fear us. So you see what's going on, friends? The propaganda. And so then anybody else who watches Coach Dave Life says, oh, look, I didn't know he did that. I didn't know he said that. As a wrap-up every, every place we have gone since I've been running John Brock, of course you got to get him in there, right? Every place I've gone since we've been doing past the salt ministries, Coach Dave Live, I've been asking, I've been begging with the elected officials to do the right thing. I said, if you don't do the right thing, there will be violence. And that wasn't going to come from us. I tried to warn them, if you don't arrest Hillary, if you don't bring these people, if you don't have equal justice, there will be I've been warning them. I've been warning them. And then what? And then when all of a sudden a million people show up peaceably in Washington, D.C., all of a sudden, I'm like the leader of it. I got so much influence. I got a million people that come to Washington, D.C. This is unbelievable, friends. You're You're seeing a frame job right now by Joseph M. Hanneman. Uh, it's too bad. I just want you all to be aware of that's what we're dealing with, folks. Hey, can I tell you why? They hate the truth. Amen. Don't leave Brad Geyer they, out of it. He's they a lawyer killed kind of the truth. They crucified the truth. The devil's team has always hated the truth. Boom. And if you don't understand the war and the battle that we're in, I don't know what to tell you. Judah, come in quickly. Sorry. It's just amazing how, you know, they made this spin for Epoch to be like a good news source. And it was being floated around all over, you know, local churches lately. And now they're starting to come with this propaganda. It's, uh, It's very disappointing. Hey, 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 Spencer, or, uh, Judah, all of you out there, FBI, check all the archives you ever want. You never heard not one word ever come from this platform enforcing violence, ever, not one time, not one time have you ever, yeah. ever heard that. In fact, I've been asking you, the FBI, from the beginning to do your damn job, to go arrest Hillary Clinton. I warned you that if you didn't do it, that there would be violence. I didn't say we were going to do violence, and for you to try to Drum this crap up against us. Shows just how wicked you are. We took 130 God-fearing, patriotic Americans asking our government to do the right thing, which, by the way, is guaranteed in the First Amendment to the Constitution and mentioned in the Declaration of Independence. We were doing our duty peaceably assembling. And can I tell you what else? You know it. Boom. You know it. And you're trying to paint us all with a broad brush. What a wicked, wicked time in which we live, folks. What a wicked, wicked enemy. What a wicked, wicked force that we're up against. This ain't your mom and daddy's America. I love my country. But I hate those Luciferians in control of the government. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.